Thanks, everyone, for joining to watch the second episode of Talking Teapots, which is our show all about Immortal Gates of Pyre, the game updates, the tournament results, and sometimes even interviews with special guests uh, for the new RTS Immortal Gates of Pyre. Uh, so we're actually going to kick off this episode with a special guest, Hydra, uh, who is going to chat to us a bit about uh, his experience in, in RTS and immor Immortals and get into some cool stuff. I uh, said, so welcome to Talking Teapots. <laughs> why, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? <laughs> well, I'm a StarCraft 2 semi-pro pro player playing for Team Super at the moment. Um, yeah, and I play Immortal. I won the last pre-offer tournament and the first uh, you know, alpha monthly. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Awesome. And what, what got you into com like competitive RTS? Um, I started uh, playing Brood War at like a young age because of my dad. Um, I started playing StarCraft 2 in 2019, maybe. Um, because uh, school was kind of easy for me and uh, I'm more of an inside person. I played a lot of games. Um, I got better pretty quickly. Started playing competitive StarCraft 2 in 2020, I think. Um, yeah, from there, it uh, it was a rough uh, time because in StarCraft 2, it's very hard to improve, very hard to make a career. Um, I kind of peaked in 2021 where I got into during my close qualifiers, beat uh, a bunch of good players. Um, I, I won some weeklies, like a couple of tournaments and in 2022, um, I'm doing an internship in software developer, so I'm having a lot less time to actually play it. Uh, so StarCraft 2 has been a bit of a dip for me, but uh, yeah, I really enjoy Immortal. Um, it's less time taking to stay good at it, if that makes sense, than StarCraft 2. Um, yeah, that, that's basically it. Awesome. Awesome. So that's the, that's a pretty like short rise, like uh time period uh in I guess in the scheme of like how long SC2's been around. So that, I think that's super cool. Cool that there's new people who are kind of coming in and, and getting good at the game. Um mm -hmm. and uh cool that you're doing an internship as a software developer as well. Uh, there's like a whole side story I work in. Uh, the software industry as well but anyway that's uh, probably not so pertinent to this podcast but we should chat about that at some point um so yeah. what 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 got you into a model then how did you find out about the game um Uthermal got me into it like uh, we're pretty close um i played uh, his tournament that he hosted he i played on LAN event that he hosted um he was like hey there's a new rts called immortal it's very new uh, still in like uh, like development stage. Um, he was like, yeah, you want the key? Do you want to play a bit? So I started playing and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, that's that's how I got started. How long ago was that? Um, I think like a year ago, maybe. Maybe like half a year. Wow, so the game would have looked very different back then. Yeah, yeah, we uh, only had one race when I started playing. Only a couple actually meta builds that uh, were in the game. And it was very um, one-dimensional. Wow, cool. So what over that time, I guess, what do you think's been the most interesting thing for you, I guess, seeing it develop? Um, I think the, the maps are really beautiful, uh, beautiful done. Um, all the abilities, uh, the new abilities makes the game a lot more fun, um, a lot more opportunities uh, for a lot of strategies to be to be made. Um, 
and I guess I really like playing a game as well where I can voice my opinion and uh, help uh, develop the game by by playing it. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people appreciate that too, just like the level of openness and just willingness for the for Sunspear and, and the folks to kind of answer questions and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's super cool. So when you think about, um, obviously you played SE2 professionally, when you think about Immortal and kind of the competitive scene, I guess if you want to call it that at this very early stage, um, what are the kind of like key differences that you see kind of both in the scene and maybe in the game when you think about it from like that competitive lens? Um, well, StarCraft 2 is obviously a lot more active. You have a lot more weeklies, a lot more opportunities to play and stuff. Uh, hopefully Immortal will rise to that as well. Um, yeah, like uh, getting more, um, how do you say it? Like attention. Um, Obviously, the game is in very early stage, so it's probably not like a priority. Um, but like the more kind of alpha trials we have, the more like tournaments, the more hype we get, uh, the more people we get, the more people will develop new strategies, new meta builds, and yeah, like I'm I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. And when you think about maybe like the game itself and like the gameplay or the design that we have so far, like what's what's like a couple of things that you think is like really awesome and maybe a couple of things where you're like, ah, I don't know about this. Um, I really like that the, the game has abilities, like global abilities. It sets it apart from other RTS very well. Um, I do think it's going to be a bit hard to balance it because of how many immortals and how many factions the game wants to bring to life. Um, I really like the the pyre camp aspect of it, where you're forced to go on the map, in the middle, take fights, um, look for opportunities, instead of just having only one goal in the game, and which is to kill your opponent. And in immortal. Um, you can't necessarily kill your opponent, but you have to do it gradually over time by outplaying them in uh, different kinds of things in the game. Yeah, awesome. I, I totally agree. I think like the, the way it makes you so much more active is just in, interesting. Um, and what's like at the moment when you, when you look at the game or at the better, like what do you think's like at the moment holding it back or that you're just not super keen on? Um. I think it's uh, holding it back by only having two factions. I think a third faction will add a lot more variety. Um, I would really like some more 1v1 maps because it has been primarily focused on 2v2. Um, yeah, and a bit more like frequent balance changes maybe, or have like a test team or like a, a group of the most top players talking with each other and suggesting uh, fixes or changes to like certain units or abilities. Yeah, awesome. Like it's an advisory council for uh, of competitive players. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, speaking of uh, 1v1 maps, have you had a chance to have a look at the concept one that, the, that we've got? Yeah, I call it a concept because you can't really play it. But... <laughs> um i've looked at it a little bit but i haven't like tested stuff on it um the map looks pretty pretty open um there are a lot of exploitable things still on the map which needs to be to be fixed um but i'm hoping soon we can actually play test it and you know like point these things out tell them to the developers and hopefully they can change it uh, quickly yeah yeah i'm just i'm just excited that one's coming that's uh that's where i'm at uh, yeah yeah me, me too yeah um so then i did want to chat a little bit about your run in the alpha trials which was a few weekends ago now um that mm -hmm. alpha trials anyone who had didn't catch it at the time was the first kind of like prize money tournament for a model uh, and yeah, I just wanted to, I was interested in kind of two parts. So kind of what was your experience kind of leading up to it? Like, what did you do? Was there any particular like prep 
you did or like strategies you had in mind um and then just like kind of like how was your experience through that tournament um leading up to it um i practiced a little bit of like walling and strategies that i wanted to uh, execute um there's not too much to practice because there's not too much knowledge uh, about the game yet so we don't have like really specific like build order counters or things to do so most of the time it's just uh, playing on the fly um like being adaptive uh, in tournaments especially being adaptive against players like is one player known to be like a cheeser you kind of prepare for that you look around the map um but leading up to the tournament i didn't really practice that much because you know like you can't really practice except for like those things i said like uh, playing the player basically instead of um, playing yeah, the game um my experience in the tournament was it was very long it was like an eight hour tournament um it was very tiring um but i think um it was very fun for sure played a lot of different players um uh, saw a lot of different like um uh, ways they play like different strategies um yeah and yeah i just really enjoyed uh, the tournament yeah yeah awesome and when you so when you're saying like kind of like part of it is understand the understanding the players and um the cheese was there any particular players that you had in mind when you were um, trying to like think through okay who do i really need to get on top of scouting because they might pull some shenanigans out well, um, in normal games, I'm not very, like, I'm, like, very lazy. So sometimes I don't scout stuff like that. But in the tournament, I always scout it against every player, even against people that are known to be more defensive. Um, but you're, you're more prepared, like, mentally uh, against certain players. Like, for example, I thought it was Shadow Murloc. Uh, which I know to be like a very one base, two base heavy aggressive player. Um, so you're like mentally ready, like, oh, I'm scoring this. You're, you have like almost zero uh, second reaction time that you immediately uh, know what to do. Um, but yeah, so as Magic was saying in the chat, it was very long tournament. Like seven hours is, is a very long time to be constantly playing. Um, so maybe at like the the later stages, it was also um, players being a little bit tired as well, playing a little bit less good than they would normally do. Um, so it was also a test of um, like endurance, I guess you could uh, call it. Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, speaking of magical, he did manage to knock you into the lower bracket towards the end of the run. I'm, I'm wondering like when you think about that series first in the winner's bracket and then in the, the grand final. What do you think? Well, I, yeah, I, how, how to go? I have a very um, broad opinion about how the game played out because he beat me by abusing a bug, um, which I'm not blaming Magical, but uh, it was a bit of a drama for sure. Um, I don't think I deserve to go in the lower bracket there. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing really to be said about it. I just disagree with the decision. Yeah, fair enough. When you, when you think about the series more broadly, um, kind of, I guess, aside aside from that, how did it, did you, like, was it different tactics or, or like ways of thinking of approaching between the two different sets? Or did it end up still just being the same kind of approach? when when you were going into it um i think me and magical are both players that can play very aggressive and very defensive so it wasn't really um you can't really prepare for each other but um and i know magical likes to play a lot of uh, hunter into like the spellcaster the dread sister and he doesn't really play like mech that all often so i kind of prepared for that a bit um i also played aru i think against him like we both went ham into different, bringing different strategies against each other, which was really cool to see. 
Like I think we saw all the immortals played between us, like Soul versus uh, uh, Mala, and then he played Mala against Orzum, and then I think I played Ayari against Ayari or something. Um, yeah, it was just really cool to see like uh, a proper best of five and all immortals used, which I think the the game should be. Yeah, absolutely agree. And just really exciting batches to watch too, at least as as a viewer catching catching up later. Um, yeah, and but you did end up managing to to take it out and and uh, win the tournament, uh, which is super exciting. Um, I guess I'm I'm imagining you're probably looking forward to more if if there are more to come. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for the next one. Uh, whether it be 1v1 or 2v2. Uh, I have some strategies planned for the 2v2. If it's 1v1, I will probably uh, start practicing a bit. Hopefully we get to know um, whether it's a 1v1 or a 2v2 soon, so we can start preparing a little bit. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm really excited to play and uh, hopefully win again. Awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll see most all chat, esports. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very excited to see your TV2 strategies, though, like for sure. Um, I think that would be... Yeah, they're going to be sick. <laughs> awesome. That'll be really fun to watch. Ah, cool. Well, thank you so much. I, I just have um, one more question. But yeah, thank you so much for you know, spending the time and, and coming to, to chat with us. Um, mm -hmm. What I would like to end on, I suppose, is like, what's one thing that you think might surprise the folks in the community who... You know, have been playing with you. You've been in the alpha for a while. Uh, what's something? Can be anything. Doesn't like very open question. But what do you think? Something that would surprise folks. Mm, I guess the amount of practice. Like people would expect me to practice a lot, but I'm a player that um, like thinks about stuff a lot, but doesn't like actually uh, practice a lot. I guess. So it's a lot of thinking ahead and using the time uh, like properly and and very good. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, I would have definitely issued that you spend a lot of time practicing. So yeah, that's a good one. Um, I guess the it sounds like you kind of do a lot more focused thinking and then practice on what you've already kind of thought through rather than doing just lots and lots of repetition without really much of a plan. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, th thank you so much for joining. Um, it's been a, a, a real pleasure to be able to chat with you. Um, and yeah, I always love watching you play, man. Like it's um, always super exciting. And I know that All right. I, I know that there's heaps of others that feel the same. So yeah, thank, thanks so much. And yeah, can't wait to, to see, uh, see your next games. All right, yeah. Thanks uh, for being here. And uh, yeah, I hope to show uh, good games, I guess. I, I think you already have, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. All right, everyone. I think we'll, we'll just swap to a quick uh, couple of minute break and then we'll be back with Hada and Dominic to talk about everything else that's been going on in Immortal. Um, but yeah, thanks thanks so much. And everyone, you know, shout out to Hydra and um, much thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for coming back to watch us for our, our second part. I've now got Hada and Dominic with me, which is hey. very exciting. Hey, we're back. What's up, guys? I think we could do our, our uh, intro bits if, if you guys have <laughs> prepared them. So oh, I didn't prepare any. Ah, well, yeah, okay. Uh. You've, got, you've got a couple of seconds to think on your feet then because right. i'll go i can go but so this week i am santa's all zoom tower hidden in your base destroying your workers <laughs> i am definitely a um a bunch of top players hidden in a trench coat trying to figure out what to do about absolvers and i'm a double proxy amber when you thought aru couldn't proxy also dominic <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you guys did brilliantly having to come up on the spot <laughs> not too bad not too bad we're glad to be back guys how's it going um i know we uh, had an awesome interview with hydra so 
always good to see some top player perspective. Uh, but most importantly, Dom, give me some updates. Uh, I know we had an awesome break the game event uh, with a pretty awesome losers run as well. So if I uh, would love to get a little breakdown from you because uh, it only caught grand finals, I actually. Well, I mean, grand finals was a massive back and forth, to be honest. That was very much worth catching on its own. The other, the other stuff was largely just upsets. Like Santa performing far better than they had been, and mostly just Santa and Scruffy kind of going at it between each other. It surprisingly Mixu getting third place, like Scruffy managing to knock them out, which was that was a shocker because Mixu is probably like secondish. They're they're up there for like. Yeah, they're before Scruffy won this, Mixu definitely was doing better overall. Mm -hmm. But now Scruffy's got more tournament wins and just generally has been playing more tournaments recently, and it clearly paid off. But then the grand finals was really wild. I mean, my little intro thing was actually what happened game one with <laughs> Santa going for proxy double amber womb and losing, but it was still a cool thing to have an Aru go proxy off of Bloodwell. Yeah, and there was like just constant the... back and forth of weird, just weird plays being thrown out there. You got like Thrum Mass for the second game. Third game was Orza Mirror where both of them went for Proxy Legion Hall. And then it was like, the last one was actually just a scrap. But still, it was yeah. it was wild. I think if there was a player to go for an Aru proxy, it definitely would have been Santi. Uh, Mr. Santa Claus definitely is uh, is the player to go for that mix-up right there, and I love to see it. And uh, something that I was really excited to see, um, like you said, with the Orzumir, something that I, you know, I saw the Orzum v Orzum match. I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, a 50 minute slog, and it's just we're just gonna be pushing into each other's towers over and over and over again. But I did see, um, you know. Contrary to what we saw back in the last Alpha Trials, which was really pushing the advantage on looking at um, Absolvers, which is still the go-to, I guess, um, defining um, unit in your main army, I did see a lot of counterplay with some Castigators as well, which I really got excited about. Yeah, to deal with Wardens or Scepters coming at you to take out the, the Absolvers. But your comment about the Towers is actually very appropriate because that was the biggest difference between last week's games between Scruffy and Santa and the games prior where Orzum mirrors were going into the 30-40 minute mark and starting to and requiring the time limit rule to be brought back in is that Santa and Scruffy weren't focusing on each other's towers. They were going around them. They're finding other routes. They're splitting their armies to hit weak points. Like the towers, okay, the towers are a problem. You don't fight the towers. You fight around the towers. You force, you force your opponent out of position and then you attack the towers and their army has been forced to retreat in order to address your run-bys or to address your attacking their base on the other side of the map. That does a lot of good. It's mm -hmm. tricky to pull off, but if you can pull it off, you end up getting, a, well, you get the full run-by and you get the damage and then you get to get rid of the tower and dislodge them from that section of the map. You know what, the, remember that scene from Lord of the Rings where... Frodo and Sam are like on that pebble, like like stacked hill, and they're looking at like the gate with all of the with all of the orcs coming out. They're like, we have to get in there. We have to get past the gate. And Gollum's behind them, like, no, no, you're gonna die. Don't go over there. And then Gollum takes them towards the back path. That's what that yeah. reminded me of. It's like, don't just face check all these towers. Don't try to like go and just go one v five million no. to the orcs. Let's go and find that like that unbeaten path let's go and find that way around and attack on multiple fronts and try to you know not play into our enemies win con pretty much yeah that's that's how you fight orzum yeah <laughs> I, I totally agree and i think like to to your intro harder around absolvers as well i thought one of the things i found really interesting is that we saw a lot more scepter play um yeah. when folks were running orzum to help kind of just put pressure on absolvers when we had mirror matchups and i thought that was super interesting too because yeah i think your your comment around there's a whole bunch of people trying to figure out how to deal with absolvers is like super on point and that was yeah that was one kind of like fascinating way that folks had 
kind of tackled it a little bit differently than perhaps we'd seen before in the earlier tournaments. Yeah, it's something that um, I'm really excited for, and I'm what I'm extra excited for is I think we're in a really good pacing around our events. We do have the consistent break the game tournaments, whether that be rotating one v one or two v two. But we also have, you know, not to toot my Orzone horn a little bit, we have our second Alpha Trials coming up around the corner. When? I believe we're in. Uh, we are in final discussions on when that will be coming okay. out and around the corner. I know I'm not. In the boardroom per se, but I'd like to stick my ear to the door every once in a while because, um, you know, I'm a caster. I, I I do I do what I'm told, and I do it when I'm told. So I know that um, we are finalizing a couple of those dates to make sure that we have um, an exact idea of when we have our next major, I guess, meta-defining tournament. And that's what we saw in the last Alpha Trial where we saw a huge emphasis on the Absolver meta kind of um, pushing their way in. And I think with especially a lot of the changes to um, Mala and Zol, I think they're going to have a little bit more of a balance around um, what we see and how our top players are going to push their counterplay against the Immortals on, at least on Orzum's side as well. Yeah, I love it. Like me and Delma both just like, Hada, tell us the secrets. <laughs> tell us, tell us, come on. You know, you want to break it on Talking T-Bots. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually, um, I'm trying to get some notes from our all chat team just to see what's going on. Um, I don't know if we have a direct date yet, I'm asking. Um, so if, we can get, if I can get that in the next 510, if not, I'm sure we will have a Twitter release. Hopefully in the next week to make sure we have of our next yeah because there's not a lot of october left mm -hmm. yeah we're trying to figure that out i promise we are trying to figure it out hopefully we can get it to you soon <laughs> yeah no worries i think everyone's just super excited which is a great sign really like i think it just it just shows um how keen folks are for some of these these bigger events um i'm definitely keen to to probably put my hat in the ring maybe in uh in a future one so that would be fun um we also had some 2v2s today, Dom. We did. We had a 2v2 show match, best of five, because nobody signed up. So ever, everyone remember, Break the Game Weekly is every week. We have 1v1s and 2v2s alternating. This week is 2v2. Next week's 1v1. Go and sign up, because the, if we have sign-ups, we can actually have a proper tournament. But we did have show matches. It was between Waijizu, Mr. Kareem on one team, against Santa and Magical on another. And Waijizu and Mr. Kareem took a game off Santa and Magical. Wow. There you it was go. a best of five show match and That's crazy, it was three one. Yeah. Santa and Magical did not win, did not sweep. Wow. Okay. It was a what? strong what? it was a tree it was a cheese push. Double Legion Hall into Double Soul Foundry proxy right outside of the rocks in Lost Province. Up Ooh. the ramp of the rocks. <laughs> and the the first time they tried the first game they tried it and it was only Wajazu that was actually going forward. Mr. Kareem was hanging back trying to go for economy for the mid game. And there wasn't enough firepower. It wasn't fast enough. Didn't break the rocks quickly enough. So Santa and Magical had their units on the high ground, stopped it, it dead in the tracks, and then it slowly pushed out. But the second game, Santa saw it coming, but went three altar. They went triple altar, trying to go for a bunch of masked hunters to then snipe it out. But the problem is doing that meant they didn't have a lot to stop coming in. It took a while to build up. And the, like, you had, again, eight Zentari, then another four absolvers on top of that going up the hill breaking the rocks going up the hill eventually it was six absolvers yeah it was six absolvers four zentari six apari up the top of the hill smashing down the base i took out magical's base took out santa's base it was weird because they didn't go for the final killing blow of magical's natural but the game was over by that point it was their game to lose dang it a crazy early proxy i'm gonna have to go back and watch that vod because that sounds absolutely ridiculous uh double was a double legion hall double soul foundry yep. just immediately rushing into the natural mm -hmm. what it like sounds like like seven eight minutes in uh, by like by seven eight minutes time. in it was like three or four minutes in oh my god have you played <laughs> <a little? laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying, I'm trying fast. to like mentally it's trying it's crushing speed apparently <laughs> jesus but hey we're having a good time out here i'm loving to see because i um something that at least myself i haven't really dove into 2v2s all that much and now that i'm thinking about it i, I was thinking from like a 1v1 perspective I'm like okay how much time do i need to get two legion halls two soul foundries get enough <laughs> material to get that myself so 
about eight nine minutes um on well show, but i'm like wait you're, this is yeah teams. so like yeah you gotta yeah. cut that in half and then if with enough communication you can shave a couple other yeah what is the time to get one of each that's that's what you need to ask yourself yeah. from your own perspective that's about yeah. right yeah 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 <laughs> dang man i'm gonna have to get into some tv too that sounds absolutely ridiculous yeah yeah, well, you have to sign up for the next two v two break the game, Hannah. We've got to we've got to get uh, some some more, which will be on the twenty second. Assume I mean, depending on when the alpha trials are, but it, the next one would be the twenty second if that is still a weekly. Ooh, I, that would I be I my do. birthday, so that'd be fun. Special huh. birthday tournament for you. Um, I do <laughs> I do love that strategy. Sounds like the absolute extension like the perfect extension of the current meta which is like no one's really that sure how yeah, one base work absolver. it gets one base four absolvers is quite hard to counter <laughs> you just lead into it by both of you doing it in a 2v2 like i feel like that is just like the epitome of where we're at at the moment so that's um that's yeah. super funny i can't wait to watch that that'll be so good it sounds like an absolute joy so i'm gonna have to yeah yeah ugh, words are hard um, so I would love to see something that, um, at least from me coming from the Melee community, we have a community calendar with all of, like the, you can either break it down by local scene, state scene, national scene, etc. of all the events that are coming up. And I don't know if we have that quite yet for IGP. I think no, that's no, 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 that's, least. that won't be, that won't be for a while, probably until beta. Just, it would, I mean, remember right now it's closed alpha. So people getting in, it's a trickle of keys and yeah, that's it like you don't get a lot of people in you don't have there are enough people to have any kind of regional thing also consider smash bros is a local game mm -hmm. like the net play for smash bros is well melee is fine but historically has been kind of terrible and generally you play in person whereas with immortal it's online mm -hmm. and that code's pretty good so like regional stuff is all well and good from a like pride perspective but from a logistical perspective in terms of what's necessary it's yeah. it's not going to be there's not gonna be a lot of push for it yeah i definitely would love to see at least a calendar just to know when events are going on i know we do have ideally we do get a consistent monthly alpha trials as well as get um our you know continue the break yeah the weekly series yeah. and um the weeklies are going great and which is awesome um but i would love to see at least we can get a i guess a more I don't know if digestible is the right word, but I would love to see at least like a, either a like a graphic or something that's like, okay, here's what's happening this month, and then you do it in one shot, one taste. It's like, okay, sign up for break the game here, break the game here, alpha trials here, break the game here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If there's a show mm, match this day, it would also well, help to the show matches are tournaments that people didn't sign up for. Hmm. Like the show matches are literally just because we had a tournament, but not enough people signed up for it. So we're just going to have the people who did sign up play a match yeah. and call it a show match. That is entirely face-saving. Like, I peek behind the curtain. <laughs> that is that is non-intentional. It's supposed to be a 2v2 tournament, but the last two 2v2 tournaments have had so few signups that we've just made it a show match. Yeah. Gotcha. We definitely yeah. need to We need to boost up the 2v2s. I think that'll, that'll be good. And then maybe we can actually set up some show matches just for fun. Like, just to do some fun. Yeah, match, sure. Match, yeah, match yeah, like in the middle of the week people, or something. But yeah, like, yeah, I agree. I would love to, like, get, like, a pro-am or something 2v2. So, like, me, myself, I'm very amateur. I need to get a lot better at this game. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. If I could just get, like, magical to carry my <laughs> carry my useless behind to a win, that would be really enjoyable. Oh, I absolutely. Love I'd, love, I'd love for there to be enough people that having random exhibition matches on top of the tournaments is a thing. Yeah. Just we don't have that at the moment. At the moment, we have too few people signing up for tournaments to have regular 2v2 tournaments without them half, half the time becoming exhibition matches. Yeah. yeah. Which is just a matter of, like, it's an alpha, it's closed alpha, and it hasn't really gotten polished up to the point that it's really like, huge. It's gotten presentable, but it's, it's like, there's a long way to go. So you just, you just kind of, I, like I said, I expect with beta, it's going to be a fair bit more, well, it's easier to get into. And I'll have a lot more marketing behind it by that point, And there'll just be more people. And also more, like, more people, more mortals. There'll be, well, that's all I really know, but even on top of that, like, that's going to be the extra polish and extra content. That's still going to drop people in. Yeah. And it's I, just as the game grows, as there's more content, it's going to bring more hands to the keyboard. It's gonna well, more, more importantly, it's going to keep them keep them here. 
Exactly. Because like right now, oh, right now we have Orzum being kind of like they're doing a thing, and it's really, <laughs> it's a very strong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if I don't want to play Orzum Mirror, then I have to play Aru. Whereas with Morkana, I was like, oh, I can play Jora, and Jora might have other options that Aru might struggle with, where Jora doesn't have a struggle with this thing while we're waiting on whatever next patch is going to tweak things. Or, as I mentioned before, if transports are in, then that adds a whole new dynamic, which makes the issues that we're seeing right now become less of a problem overall. So, like, it's just, it's more the retention when it comes to having strategies that just break the game thoroughly enough that people don't want to play for a while. Yeah. Because then you fix those, in... and people come back, and it's fine. Yeah, in most esports, in most games that get to the point where competitive, like, the playing for fun or playing for excitement is then suddenly outweighed by playing a a tried-and-true strategy to win. For example, when the Overwatch League was overrun by the GOATS meta. So when the, I guess, uh, Brigida, I think, was what the champion or hero's name was? Yeah, Brigitte. Yeah, yes. I, that whole strategy of turbo defensive play death ball defense what completely made the enjoyment of overwatch go out the window for the sake of winning and if we're at the point now i'm glad we're getting to the point now in alpha where we're seeing that where orzoom is now yes it is a solid strategy it is a working theory and it is a working concept of what defensive play can look like and what macro play introduced to Orzoom's kit can push a defensive, you know, fortress, push the meta and push mm-hmm. a um push your influence into your opponent's territory and choke them out slowly. It's it, it's is it exciting? Is it flashy? Absolutely not. Is it a perfect execution of what Orzoom's character is probably being designed to look like? Looks like absolutely, but in alpha that what we're learning is and i think that's what alpha and beta is for is is this healthy for the game and because we don't have the amount of options and we don't have enough content as of right now to truly explore it from as a player base or as a um from a i guess exploratory perspective we don't have the time or the resource in which to develop enough counterplay as quickly but once we get three, four, five, six more immortals and a ton more units and abilities and maps and counterpicks and counterplay, I don't think inherently, even if Orzum weren't even to be changed or balanced much more going forward, I think we would have enough content in which to develop our own counterplay and the player base to develop their own counterplay, given enough yeah. time, given enough content. Yeah, and especially, again... If this is the this is probably the worst it'll get because transports once they come in significantly weaken the strategy. Mm-hmm. So that alone is like this is the probably the most most oppressive that the Orzum approach will be. Mm-hmm. And then so like this is slightly annoying but manageable. Exactly. So that that is slightly annoying but manageable, and it's set to be far easier to counter. I, I think it speaks volumes for how the state of the game is quite healthy. Yes. I agree. I think like it's yeah, it's only gonna get more exciting from here. Is <laughs> uh, is basically where I end up, I think. <laughs> ah, cool. So I think that's the that's kind of the, the tournament news. I'm really excited to go back and watch the two V twos now. Like I think that's super good. Uh, in terms of game hmm. updates, it's been pretty light the last couple of weeks. We've kind of got the concept for a one V one map. Uh, which is yeah super interesting but not not play te- can't quite play test yet i'm super keen to actually give that a go um once that once we can actually play test it because one proper mm-hmm. 1v1 maps will be amazing um and then we've had a couple of community events as well i think there was a pie side chat with dylan uh and then we're back to 1v1s in the btg next weekend so that's right so do sign up go to the immortal discord i'd don't know if you have the Discord like bot thing I, in your I, chat. I, I will. I will check. I, I think I do. <laughs> All right. But guys, uh, definitely yeah. something that would. Uh, oh, there is. Yep. I know a lot of people are, you know, 
really like hanging out waiting for news for the next alpha trials i know a lot of, we got a lot of great feedback something that does go a long way and this isn't i'm trying not to sell out too hard but um all chat as an organization comes from the from competitive smash brothers melee community and we do have from our organization heads a lot of fond memories in the rts community and we were really excited to start working with sun spirit with the greater igp community as a whole if you guys want to in a like i guess show your excitement for alpha trials too it goes a long way just follow all chat on twitter um, follow all chat on twitch it's uh, at all chat esports and uh just you know tweet at us tweet at um the all chat team be like hey i'm from the igp community we loved what you guys did last time. When's really Alpha Trials? <laughs> yeah. Alpha Trials. When's Alpha Trials? You can you can yell at us. When is Alpha Trials too? We want to know. We want to play. We want another big monthly with dope keyboards giving given out to the community. When is the next yeah. event? So even if you're just screaming into the void of what it seems like, we we do uh, check our notifications. We check our followers, and we would love to get some more uh, love towards the team because. I know we had such a good time running the last one, and we're really excited to run the next one as well. Yeah. So I think that's that's a clear call to action, guys. We need to spam the old chat Twitter account. So everyone, everyone <laughs> spam. We also have our own personal Twitters too. We might want to shout out while we're while we're plugging. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, I think just on that though, when when we're tweeting all chat it needs to be hey had a promised us that there would be another alpha trials that it was going to be in october <laughs> like what's going on yeah, guys this is, is really mum about everything <laughs> i know we're going through i, I think there's a, a little bit of uh, negotiation and discussion on the back end that i'm not involved with so i cannot make any certain you know calls to action but what i do nope. know is a community can always make their voice heard through social media. So at all chat esports on Twitter, go yell at us. It's fine. Um, you can okay. name drop me if you need to, but if you follow me, I will be okay with you name dropping me and making obscene remarks that, you know, Hada promised me his firstborn son and alpha trials too. So I need you guys to make that happen. Get Hada firstborn son. <laughs> i think that's the hashtag right <laughs> oh awesome oh, well i think a good time, guys. any any other final thoughts guys otherwise yeah otherwise we can wrap up and no i think we're socials. i think we're good so yeah i'll just close up so you can catch me i usually do the weeklies on my twitch channel at dominant casts and there's also my twitter at dominant casts which is mostly just talking about the twitch stuff i will occasionally tweet or retweet other things I'm not good at Twitter, so I don't know. If you have suggestions, please let me know. Maybe I can get better at Twitter. But yeah, at Dominic Cast, Twitch and Twitter, and then ChatterPure63 on YouTube. Awesome. What about um, you, Hada? I'm I'm at Hey Hada on Twitch and Twitter. Um, I haven't been streaming much. I just started a new job, um, so I'm working from home, which is great. So I'm actually looking at six monitors almost all day, which is great. What? Um, like <laughs> I have three, my own three by two. I have three and three, so it's like three on my personal and three on my work so which oh is okay i use a kvm switch just to use the same three monitors for both but cool man that that, that would have been smart but now i have no <laughs> see, I, now i look right. like i'm connected well see two two of my monitors <laughs> i got from the office when we started working from home see yeah, here i yeah, yeah. here i am with yeah. two monitors and there's yutlando playing on his 24 inch monitor <laughs> totally pantsing it so like there you go <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm over here. I'm, it looks like I'm connected to Skynet and I'm about to take over the world. You know, hack into the, hack into the U.S. embassy or something. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, what I've been doing a lot recently, I don't know if anyone's into this, but I've been playing a lot of RuneScape recently. Um, been trying to on the new Fresh Start worlds get, um, in the top rank for the Slayer skill. So that's what I've been doing a lot recently. So if you're into that, great. Also, um, I play a lot of Smash as well on my streams with Smash Melee. So if you're into that sort of thing, or if you just want to chat with me on socials, I'm always connected. So um, tell me jokes, um, at me on whatever, you know, I'm having a good time. But um, yeah, hit me up on my socials and I will be casting the next Alpha Trials. I'm sure Dom will be there as well. And uh, please continue I to support the would pod love to. every other week. I mean, I, I, certainly, I certainly want to, but I, it's not to me. Awesome. I think, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and of course, obviously, you're watching on the Twitch channel right now. If you're watching live, 
Otherwise, this uh, Talking T-Bots will be out on podcast services near you shortly once I get my um, act together and edit stuff. Um, and you can find me at Team Outfoxed on the various social things. I see um, why YJZ, you did ask to see our setups in the chat. So like whoever's keen, um, like I'll, I'll throw a photo in the Discord. You can have a look at my jankity off uh, yeah, desk setup. It's like <laughs> oh, here we go. Nice. Um, uh, there's my soundproofing. There's my one of three monitors. And then there's my... Yeah, actually, it might be easier to kind there. of make it for me. And there's a sleeping cat in the, in the thing. <laughs> Oh, I wow. can hear a cat. That's not yeah. my cat. Not, not someone else's cat. That's my cat. <laughs> yeah, we had, got like we heard cat. My cat's asleep, but yeah. your cat is like, yo, we're talking cats right now. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been yelling at me for the last five minutes. If you're wondering why I've been a little bit keen to end the stream, it's partly because so, it's like I need to figure out what Andre needs. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, what's the name? Andre is an amazing name for a cat. Can can we meet Andre, Dominic? I. My cat's name is Brett. No, I'm okay. sorry. He All just right. walked out of the room. All right. Photos, I, yeah, photos he, later. <laughs> I named him that way because he looks like Andre the Blacksmith from Dark Souls. So. Oh, dude. All right. So as for setup, it's like, actually, I should turn off the green screen filter. So green screen because green screen. It's kind of all over. So I'm a little bit packed in. Sound treatment is the blue bit. And then there's my monitors, which I can't really show you in... I mean, I can get this off. All right, this is going to suck for me later, but whatever. So, tour of the office. Once the webcam says to cooperate. All right. So, yeah, there is the setup. Monitor. Monitor. Microphone. Monitor. Hey, Hatta. Hey, Hatta's cat. <laughs> Key light. Fill light. She's like Backlight. She's usually like so squirmy, so she's chilling right and now. This is crazy. My weird ass keyboard. Dude, that is a crazy keyboard. And also my Acron magic shape that uses a mouse pad. Wow. Dude, that is a nice I don't setup. know. Thanks. And then my compressor and preamp. Cool. And more sound treatment. And also more sound treatment in the back. I built these sound treatment panels for my dad, so we he has them, well, he had them for himself, but now he's rebuilt his own setup completely. Like, added an addition to the house level of rebuilt the setup. So, yeah, my parents have now got an extra 400 square feet, and my dad has a more proper studio, because he uses it professionally. Like, for film and such. Wow, cool. He is a sound dude. Sound mix, professional sound mixer. Anyway, that's enough about me. No wonder, no wonder okay. you're so good at the sound stuff, though, man. <laughs> it, it, certain, I, it helps to have someone to talk to who knows what they're doing. That, that always helps in any capacity, in any field. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, just being able to ask him questions. That has been super handy. Also so, helps much for learning, for singing and such. How to use my voice properly. Because he is a very good singer. Oh, cool. I feel like uh, we're going to have to do an interview episode with you at some point, Dom. I'm just putting that on the, ca <laughs> on the cards now. It's like you need to do interview. All right. Josh. I mean, sure. I'm nothing special, but sure, if you want to. Oh, whatever. I don't believe it. But yeah, we'll save that for another time. But how do, I feel like we're burying the lead. What is the name of the cat? Oh, my cat's name is Breakfast. Breakfast. I did not name the cat, but this is Breakfast Cat. Um, she never behaves this well. She's never been this snuggly with me. So I'm really just reveling in the moment. So like it's it's so it's I, I lovingly refer to her as my step cat because it was my girlfriend's cat. She was my girlfriend's cat before even before we started dating. Um and she's just really Oh right. Did you say you were now. are you dating or you say you're engaged? Um I like to say we're engaged. We're like mentally engaged, but I can't afford a one point eight thousand dollar ring right now. So yeah, fair enough. It's one of those things where, like... One point? I've never heard it yeah. phrased that way. Normally it's at 1800, <laughs> but okay. It's, it's, I don't know. She she's uh, she has expectations. I just like that. <laughs> I, like that it's that, I like that it's that <laughs> precise, too, Hunter. Like, it's not just, like, a $1,000 or $2,000 ring. No, like 1.8, I, I have man. one in mind. I have one in mind. So. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. We're, we're having a good time all around. But, yeah, oh, we have. I have a puppy, too, but he's with, uh, with the Miss 
over helping in the kitchen right now. And so the cat has loved hanging out in the office here because we moved the cat tree in here. And um, ah. she's been so good right now, and I love this. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine has a bed that he sleeps in on the side desk, on the credenza. Normally it looks out the window, but the window blinds are closed because of the lighting. And also who's in the closet. He's been feeling ill lately. No. Having like bowel issues and coughing a lot. And I've got a... The bowel issues have got sorted out, but the coughing is now another issue. I've got to figure out what's going on with that. That sucks, man. It's nothing worse than when pets are sick. We've got um, two doggos, well, yeah. which I'll, I'll find some photos up for for the Discord. But yeah. They've had... Everyone, um, oh, tweet your, tweet your pets at me. And at all chat and say, me and my pet all want alpha trials too. And then we're good to go. <laughs> Love it. I think that's even better. I, I will do okay. that, Hada. I will I'll help start Under protest. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, wait, I can't. He doesn't look good with the filter on. My bad. Me and my animal are all upset that we do not have alpha trials too on yeah. the schedule yet. <laughs> oh, oh hello. He is a giant kitty. <laughs> he is also not really having it right now. I, I'm sorry, oh. but I'll give you treats afterwards. Thank you very much for being a performer. Oh, kitty. I think we need to. That might be a new thing we add on to our our interviews. Like, if you have a pet, you got to bring the pet on. <laughs> I will. Dope. I will give you treats. <laughs> I'll have the dog on the on our next podcast in two weeks. So we'll bring the puppy on. Awesome. Okay. So you guys right. have to follow the stream. Oh wait, I feel like an, I'm an idiot. I have an emote of my cat's face coming. already. I could have just put the emote in chat. Love it. I have that literally I have just a, a picture of my cat's emote. face. <laughs> I think mine's a follower emote only. So mine is I too, but I but I am a follower of myself. It turns out. Ooh, also a subscriber. Nice. I'm a tier three subscriber to myself. It turns out. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Twitch is weird that way. It is That's weird that crazy. way. Uh, all right guys well thank you very much all right I, d I do think maybe we should pivot to like just pet streams but like that's a whole nother thing um <laughs> but, but uh andre won't you. have it he's he likes being a lap cat on his own terms but he's not he he wants he wants food and or water or something right now and i need to go deal with that yeah thank you so much for joining thanks hada and dom um for coming on and chatting about immortal it's been super fun and thank you everyone for watching uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Let us know any feedback. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll have podcasts and stuff out uh, fairly soon for those who want to listen yeah. to it in your ear holes. And uh, yeah, until then, we'll we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>